0: what's up everybody welcome to the hustle and grind podcast my name is jason hartwell and i'm from jk blades and i'm with nick tobin from pickle cutters and uh, we have a special guest with us here today we're going to get to that in just a minute i'm going to start off talking about one of our proud sponsors of the show pickle cutters for all of your cutlery needs go see mr nick tobin over there at pickle cutters and look for the lime green gt pins that's how you'll know it's him Check him out and uh get all of your knife needs from Mr. Picker Mr. Huh? Mr. Pickle himself.
1: Mr. Who? <laughs> yeah.
0: Gotta get used to that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh what's up everybody? So yeah, I'd like to do the same for Jay as well too. Go check out his uh work at JK Blades on Instagram. It's on Facebook as well too. And uh, all your custom knife needs, especially themed knives, I think he's been getting into lately. So uh, keep your eyes open. You'll see something pretty cool come out from his end. So, uh, yeah, go give him a fucking follow and whatnot.
0: Hell, yeah. So our guest this week is Spencer Sanderson. Sanderson, is that right? Did I get that right? Yeah, that's right. Sanderson. Okay, he's from Heavy Forge in Alaska. So, yeah, yeah, man, you are our... uh, I don't know about the Canadian. I don't know who's further away, but I think you probably took the cake on the distance. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what's going on, man? Uh, Let me me just back up a little bit. So Pickle told me that he wanted to get you on the show. And I I said, okay, I've never heard of him. He's like, man, he's cool. He told me a little bit. I said, set it up, you know, go for it. I kind of made it a point not to talk to you this week just because, you know, not to be an ass, but – you know, if I talk to you throughout the week and try to get to know you, all this kind of stuff, I'm going to ask you the questions today that I've already asked throughout the week. So I said, well, shit, yeah. we'll just play it like a live reaction type thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, why don't we start out? You just tell us a little bit about where you're at and, and what you do.
2: Well, like, what do you mean where I'm at? Like where I live? or
0: Whatever you want, brother.
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I live in Alaska, man, and it's cold, dude. So, but, uh, you know, I still – uh forge outside so i mean it's uh it's manageable but yeah you're, I, set, up, you're set up in a small shop too aren't you like yeah I, my, I i forge in my backyard man in my shed dude that's like i think it's an eight by ten but you you'd be uh amazed at how warm it gets in there once that forge is running like like- It's 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 ridiculous dude it's like it'll melt all the snow off the roof you know what i mean like it's crazy man (laughs) you know it'll be like my it could be like minus 15 outside and it's like 60 degrees in there so it's uh it's actually nice but uh
1: paradise in alaska
2: Alaska. (laughs) yeah dude it's alaska outside hawaii in there
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh you got a day job too right this isn't your full-time gig
2: oh yeah you know i do uh well, I'm seasonal,
0: so I'm a heavy equipment mechanic in
2: the uh, summertime up here. There's no construction in the winter; it all shuts down because okay. obviously it's all frozen up. So, you know, we're not digging into ice. But uh, yeah, that's that's
0: my main uh, my main job. Man, shutting down for the for the winter Are you originally from Alaska? Yeah, born and raised. Awesome.
2: Yep, lived here my whole life. My dad was born and raised here when it was. Uh, the territory of Alaska before it was a state.
0: Oh, cool. That's going go. <laughs> <Yeah. back. laughs> That's cool. Yep.
1: So, um, just out of curiosity, uh, I've seen pictures of you.
0: I, I was hoping you were going to go there.
2: <laughs>
1: I tend to call you tiny, but like it's all Photoshop, bro. That's yeah, all Photoshop. <laughs> it's just because you make John Cena look small, dude. And I've always been curious, it's like how fucking big
2: is this guy? <laughs> I'm I'm just six foot two fifty, man. That's you know. Yeah,
1: that's
2: I mean, I could take out John Cena. He ain't nothing. Man.
1: <laughs> I don't. what I was saying, I was like, this guy's fucking big, dude. You could swing anything around. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he was telling me how big you were, and I, I looked at a few of your pictures. I'm like, yeah, he's got some guns on him, but he said he looked he he would make the rock look small. I said, man, there's no comparison, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, nah, I think them guys are bigger than me, man. But you know, so you're swinging them big old heavy sledgehammers, forging in the snow. What are you making? You doing hammers or tools? I mostly, knives? yeah, I
2: mostly make up. A- uh, tooling hammers and, and axes right now. A lot of my axes have just taken off. That's really all I'm making right now. You know, it's Alaska. So everybody needs an ax. Yeah. I, yep. I I literally only have like four knife orders and I don't even, uh, I'm not even going to be starting those till next year. So, you know, any, any, any other knives I make is just, you know, personal work.
0: Well, I, I would imagine if you're doing sledgehammers and axes, constantly a knife, forge is probably pretty boring for you right mm-hmm. you two or three oh, taps no. on each side and you've got a profile
2: <laughs> well no I mean uh, most of my knives are pretty much made from Damascus you know so a lot of I mean there's a lot that goes into that so it's not just like I'm forging a blade out of a bar you know so it's not completely boring to me I mean none of this is boring to me man I love every aspect of this craft so yeah it's uh, whether it's just you know uh, banging a blade out from a bar, you know, mono steel, that's, that's fun to me too, man. I mean, I I just enjoy all of it. How long you been going at it? Uh, I've been doing this for about four years now. Okay. Yeah. In the last.
1: It definitely shows in
2: your work that you love what you do though. Oh dude. It's, it's seriously my passion, man. Like it's just, it's just one of those things that's always been in the back of my mind, man. And I just, I just did it, you know? It's just one of those things that you always tell yourself, man, I always want to do that. You know, yep. And I just, I just did it one day, man. I just said, you know what? No more excuses. I'm just doing it, you know? So I'm here right now. You definitely did it right.
0: Well, I'm looking at your, uh, at your Instagram page. Tell me about these hockey puck looking deals that I'm seeing all over the place.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's uh <clears throat> those are woods ingots, man. That's uh crucible steel. Okay. So it's basically, you know, I'm making my own steel. What do you start with in that process? What's that?
0: What do you start with in that process?
2: Uh, Well, you know, there's a lot of different routes you can take. And, you know, if you want to break it down, I'm pretty much going a more of a historical route. So I'm basically using a pure iron. And I'm adding a carbon source to that, which is sorrel metal.
1: Which is what exactly is sorrel metal? Like I, I always thought, buddy. There on YouTube, uh, what's his name, Sorrel? There, uh, I thought you were getting <laughs> chunks for him or something. Yeah, no,
2: sorrel metal is a uh, it's a really pure cast iron. Basically, it's also called pig iron. Okay, and and it's really low in impurities and, and really high in carbon, but okay. it's extremely hard to get, man. Like you can't you can't just call somewhere up and and you can't just like call up jants and order some sorrel metal doesn't work like that. Like it's, it's widely available on the industrial level, but you're never going to find it for small quantities. You just got to know somebody, man, you know, you got to know somebody that's has some kind of ductile iron foundry or something, you know, and I happen to know some people that sent me some, so really lucky there. Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, this contraption that you're melting it down with, it looks like there's a label of some sort on it, so I'm, a, I'm yeah, assuming it's yeah. bought. But that piping going in there, is all that custom?
2: Yeah, I made all that. That's a forced air burner.
0: Okay. Now, am I wrong thinking that I've heard in the past that doing this kind of stuff is super freaking dangerous? Like it can uh, blow I mean, up on you and stuff, doing the crucible stuff and all that? <laughs>
2: Uh yeah, if you don't know what you're doing. But other than that, it's safe. You know, it's like running a forge. I mean, that can be dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. But
0: so if I got on the internet and ordered me one of these buckets here with the fire in it, and just threw stuff in there, that's probably not a good idea. Uh, I mean, well, not really. But
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what you don't want to do is be taking you know metal or steel that's cold already and throwing it in you know, molten metal, that is dangerous. That can explode, you know. Or if you're adding alloys to something that you don't know how they react, then, yeah, that's really dangerous. Okay. So, There's science
1: behind what you're doing. Like you said, you have to know what you're doing for it to be safe. Yeah, exactly. Do your researches and you should be good.
2: Yep. yep. I was it's no different than than, like, casting brass, you know, melting down brass or copper or something like that. It's just... You know, melting down steel or iron, you need a lot higher temperature.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking about maybe trying it and putting two dimes and a nickel in there, see if I could melt it down into a quarter.
2: <laughs> yep, you could. But you could do that in your forge. I mean, you don't really need a furnace to, to do that. I mean, a forge... You know your non ferrous metals will melt
0: at like nineteen two thousand degrees. So that that yeah, was that my was... poor attempt at a joke, Mister uh, Spencer. I'm sorry. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> I, know, I know. I'll try not to let no kind of bullshit like that happen again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you had forge welded a stack of quarters at one point, hadn't
2: you, uh, Spencer? Yeah, uh, I was messing around with that uh, makume gane stuff.
1: Yeah, that was pretty sweet too. You were making something pretty nice out of that
2: Guard. Yeah, I never. You know, I never really. uh, Took it any farther than that, or really made anything out of it, you know. I just kind of wanted to do it, just to see if I could do it.
1: It's a learning process, too. You know, I've been thinking about it too, but I don't know if the Canadian quarters are good for it. I'd have to <laughs> look into what they're made out of.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if they ain't no good, pickle. Let me know. I'll send you a couple dollars worth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> send me a buck fifty. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, what's been yeah, going on um, in your shop this week, pickle? You got a lot of. A lot of big happenings happening.
1: Yeah, man, I uh, took care of all kinds of shit this week. Uh, what are we, Thursday? Uh, my loan came in on Tuesday, and uh, I am now loanless. <laughs> nice. That went pretty quick. Yeah, no, I paid off all my shit, you know, took care of all of that. So everything shop-related, which was as of, like, a, a debt or whatever, you know, credit card, everything's at zero right now. So my business is, you know, fresh start to that, you know, and everything's all signed and complete, so they even gave me this nice carbon fiber pen with their company name on it, shit like the organization that helped me out, so uh, that's all done, but besides that, and I've got that Damascus blade that I brain dropped and forged out I
2: saw that, that was nice
0: yeah.
1: yeah, I did that, and I forged out a few other blades, and I'm working on some handles they're trying to get out, the get these Christmas orders out get everything going fucking, so i don't have to be rushing last minute when it comes to that time
0: yeah i'm working on them turtle blades and they should be out of my shop by hopefully tomorrow afternoon nice. all the knives are done all the the buffing and you know all the final touches they're sharp all that good stuff i just got to finish up painting these freaking sheaths, and it is so intricate the little details trying to get in there man
1: yeah, you, you got what the size of like a half dollar there to work with uh for the face <laughs> yeah, of the yeah bro. roughly
0: that not too much bigger than that and i'm only painting the bandana yeah and so it that's, is crazy dude it's just one drop of paint covers too much you know yeah, what i mean and you're trying to kind of wisp it out to the edges and when i leave here i'm going to walmart to see if i can find some little paint like fine tip paint pens see, yeah that's see if maybe that'll work a little better look at i would look at a hobby shop well i went to hobby lobby to buy the paint that i've already bought and walmart's just closer when i leave here if i can't right. find nothing tonight i'll go there in the morning yeah
2: but uh
0: yeah i'm ready for them damn things to be out of my shop so i can move on with my life i got a homo knife that i'm uh polishing up yeah that thing's gonna look nice dude i can't believe it came out the way it did you know what i mean it's just like it's crazy and, uh, that, that homon actually came out exactly the way that I had it planned. You know, I actually drew it on paper and figured out where to lay my clay and all that stuff. And it came out perfect. Good stuff. Yeah, man. So, uh, every, everything good down there on the bottom half of the screen? Yeah, I think so. Okay. There we go. It was going in and out. I was worried we lost you. Yeah. No, I'm here. I'm here. Right. Good deal. Uh,
1: yeah. One thing I wanted to bring up uh, as well, too, is I actually, yesterday, I was watching that video you put out about the wood steel that you're doing, and you put out that that machete in the video. That thing's Oh, yeah.
2: Nice. What is that forged from? Uh, 5160.
0: Nice. Yes, sir. That's some hard steel to move.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's the first machete I've ever made, man. (laughs) It's like I need one now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know. It, looked, it looked good anyways Like in the video when
2: I saw that I was like holy shit look at that <laughs> Yeah yeah I make all this stuff man And I never get anything from I never make nothing from myself man You know I think we're I all know. like that <laughs> Right man yeah. It's like man there's all these cool axes And I'm like man I don't got nothing man <laughs> Chopping chop wood with a, a Walmart axe <laughs> Yeah exactly dude Exactly no blades no knives It's like yeah. man It's just it's like never this- the local shoe repair guy walking around with holes in- <laughs> exactly man yeah. exactly I, I don't ever have time to make something for myself
0: that's a good problem to have though really
2: you know yeah, i mean is. at
0: least you got orders on the books that's a good thing yep so uh it looks like the christmas rush is slowing down i haven't gotten any new inquiries in the past week or so of course i'd I have had to think. tell them no anyway i'm booked out through christmas already but
1: Exactly. I'm like, you want something? You're getting a gift certificate at this point.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That's all I can offer you <laughs> Man,
2: that's through. a good idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Well, that last year, everybody was on me. Like, well, you know, I wanted a knife for Christmas, and it was like three weeks out, like this time of the year, and I was like, okay. Well, I can't. I'm sorry. You know, and these orders never came back. But I'm sure if I would have had gift certificates then, they would have went. And this year, people that I'm offering gift certificates to, they're like, I'll think about it. <laughs>
2: Do you guys, about ready to buy a knife. If I would have had it, now you're gonna think about. It. All right, whatever. <laughs> Do you guys have a problem where uh, people contact you like last minute? Oh like, yeah. Or something? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, I I hate that man. They and they get like upset at you. You know. Yep. It's, yeah. it's Like they they think that you can just you know abracadabra bam there's something
0: you know what I mean. And
2: I know. Two yeah. days before Christmas.
0: Yeah, and like, I, I've I, got, I, got a hard I, time I, saying no on stuff like that. You know, that's so, the thing
1: you know depending where you're at like money wise too it's like I could actually use that $400 yeah <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: sacrifice the time to get it done but you know as you're doing that to yourself you could add easily that's oh, no too you know but it is uh, it is what it is I guess You know, fucking well, it's so, what, we, what we do to, to pay bills so
0: when something like know. that happens to me I've kind of got a habit of when I run a batch through Heat Treat I'll throw at least one or two you know sometimes three or four extra knives in that batch and I'll get them heat treated, and I'll put them in a drawer. You man, know That's I mean? a great idea. And then when somebody comes at me last minute, you know, I need a, a knife, I say, okay, this is what I can get done in this amount of time because, you know, they're already profiled and heat treated. Now I've just got to shape it and handle it. That's the easy part. You know, that, I can do that in a day.
2: Yeah, that's smart, man.
0: And That's actually a good idea. It doesn't take much extra time. You know what I mean? Just throw it in the forge
1: kind of you know? like i had uh two steak knives on my last batch that i needed so i cut out seven yeah. Got, yeah i got a set of five sitting there that are heat treated and everything ready to you know just they did they need to be ground out and put a handle sharpened ready to go so half the process is already done on those five steak knives so you know, that domestic is available too and then that big chopper uh, well chef knife that i made out of 5160 that one came out pretty nice too that's available you know tea treated ground out just needs the handle so but i've been trying to like all my lives showing people be like hey i got this here you know if anybody wants something now's the time sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but you know, yeah. i try it every day so until somebody bites and
0: it happens Yep. i don't have anything available right now but i've got a plan for tomorrow because i'm gonna finish up the turtle knives tonight no matter what you know they're done except for this little paint crap. And then I got to take pictures and that's the worst part is taking pictures and getting the right light and all that bull crap. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tomorrow I'm going to run a batch of mini cleavers and finger bangers. I'm probably going to do at least 10 of each and nice. just put those out there as available. Cause them finger bangers are only 125 bucks. And every time I put one out there, people are jumping all over them. And it, it takes me 10 minutes to make it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, exactly, they're tiny. Okay, yeah.
1: That's one, that's one thing I don't want to get into either is offering that smaller blade at a lower price, and then you end up only not only making but getting more of those as orders. You know, pretty much. So you are you are only making these little. I don't know. It's not
0: to me. I don't see it as being able to be as creative with a piece. Well, see, what I do is I don't take orders for those. If people okay. ask me for one, I tell them that I just make them randomly. You know, because yeah. I'll make a batch of them here and there when I've got some downtime. And then, you know, I'll, I'll let them know next time I make a batch, I'll let you know when they're available. But yeah. I, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing, making a $500 knife for a $125 yeah. knife.
1: Like I said, uh, to me, how I see it, too, is like the, the you know, a smaller piece, you know, like tiny piece, three inch, four inch. How long is your finger bigger?
0: Uh, it's barely three inches total. It's three oh, quarters oh, of an inch wide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know where I would put that thing in these big hands, trying to fucking. <laughs> you, I mean, it's
0: like, <laughs> where's it? you pinch it like this. I mean, that's all the grip it's got. Yeah, it's got a tanto grind, but it's got a chisel edge. I mean, so you are only grinding one side of the blade yeah. until you get down to the micro bevel. I do that on both sides, but overall, yeah. it's a chisel grind. So, I mean, you walk up to your two seventy two, zoot zoot, that, it, that it's ground um, out. You know what I mean? It's done. Yeah. And I mean it's starting out with sixteenth inch stock, so I mean it's just they're so simple to make. Really, really
1: easy, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I buy my handle material, everything I use for that is stabilized and dyed and you know, beautiful stuff. But I buy it from a guy when he's got drops that are that small. I was know, say I, I buy too. just big boxes of drops from him. So yeah, it works out real good
1: so uh, what time of the year is it for you guys right now out there it's winter obviously but is it like the like like is it really like that in alaska like it's six months where it's daylight and six months it's nighttime oh yeah and right yeah, now it's... you guys are in daytime mode no dark oh you're dark mode okay it's yeah just, dark like you Got some daylight coming
0: into your room that's why it that does look yeah, like sunlight sun- doesn't it what's that? that that light on you looks like the sunshine yeah. it looks like it's coming through a window. It's
2: like all oh, the sun, oh my god. When <laughs> it don't do nothing, it ain't warm. <laughs>
1: it's just there, a, you know? That must it's be something pretty special living like six months of darkness, like
2: far. Man, you know, it doesn't some people it bothers, man. It doesn't really bother me, you know, but uh I could see if you live way up north, you know, near the Arctic Circle where the sun goes down and like it goes down like December. And then it doesn't come back up to like February, Damn. It's just, but it's opposite in the summertime. It's just beautiful. Cause it's always light. Yeah. It's it's just nice, man.
1: <clears throat> in the morning, catching a tan on the side of the river.
2: <laughs> pretty <laughs> much, dude. Pretty much, man. And that's not a joke, dude. That's, that's, yeah. that's real.
1: <laughs> I believe it. That must be something pretty special to, to experience. You know, like I wouldn't mind that, like. Not living there but like to have that experience you know spend a month out there like during the summertime you
2: know, yeah I, all that done. The, the summer's worth it man it's worth all winter long just for the summer you know and 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 i was you know i was working on a night shift this year so it was like the months of uh june and july it's just it just never gets dark it's just you know light all the time
1: I must say, hey, well, if you were brought up there, I'm sure you get used to the
2: the, the, the switch and everything. It wouldn't bother you anymore. You think exactly. You know, exactly, like, you, know and you don't really realize that. You know, living here, and growing up here, you know, the people who move up here from the lower
0: 48, they're just like, oh my god,
2: putting tin, <laughs> putting tinfoil in their windows. You know, I'm like, what are y'all doing?
0: Yeah, down here we call those tweakers. <laughs> if you see tinfoil in the window,
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, we got them here too. A lot of them. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, Baca. you so, know, what? Uh, w-
2: w- where exactly in Alaska are you? Anchorage, yeah, Anchorage, That's the biggest city here. Okay, all right, city,
1: how much, like, what's the population like there? Like, like 300,000, oh, that's that's decent,
2: 300,000. It's not a real big city, but it's the biggest city here.
1: Well, your city's got more people in it than our province has, I think, so.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah i think i think um uh, wyoming has a smaller population than us oh shit huh yeah i don't i think i don't even know if we have i don't think we have a million people i think it's more around like
0: seven hundred thousand. you talking about in the whole but, state yeah wow in the whole state dude i'm but i'm I mean, looking at that picture on the wall behind you that is that is freaking awesome
2: that's my wife man you know i and, and yeah she uh She's real, uh, um, you know, geographical like that. She's a Montessori teacher, so.
0: Yeah, oh, cool. so guys, what oh, well. we're looking at here is imagine <laughs> a globe. But it is, it looks like it's three-dimensional cutouts of all the countries and continents and everything. But it's on the wall like a picture. It looks huge with a compass. And yeah, that, it is. That looks freaking <laughs> awesome, dude.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, a lot of people come over and they're like, that's cool. I like that. And everything is, like, real. It's all Like, perfect, like what all the continents would look like. Then you look at the state of Alaska, it just looks like they just gave up there. (laughs) It's like everything, it's like Africa's perfect, the United States, South America, Australia, they got all the islands. And you look at Alaska and it's like, what happened? (laughs) It's not even even a correct representation, man.
0: It looks like it's all built to scale pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. but, but they screwed up on Alaska. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you'll have to uh, take a picture of that and send it to me. We can put it up on the, the Hustle and Grind podcast Patreon page.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I
0: will. Pickle, let's talk about that a little bit, man. You want to?
1: Yeah, go ahead, man. That's something new to talk about there.
0: Yeah, so guys, we've talked about doing this a little bit off and on before. And uh, we have got us a Patreon. If you feel like this show is entertaining or makes you laugh or makes you you know, a little bit smarter in some weird kind of way, or if you just enjoy it and you feel like supporting us, you can go to patreon.com slash hustle and grind, or just look us up. It's got our logo on there. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can show some support. Now that money that you may or may not give to us is not for us to go play with and, you know, buy new tools or fix up our shop or whatever. This studio that we record from and all this equipment that I use to put the the podcast out to the world costs money. Everybody knows that. Well, a hundred percent of that money comes from Jason Hartwell's pocket. Jason pockets is almost empty. So, I mean, the show's not going anywhere, but if we could get a little bit of help to, to offset that, it would be very much appreciated.
1: Cause with Jay being in the studio and me having all my setup, you know, we don't need anything as of equipment or anything. We just need, we, we, uh, we need that uh, we need we need funds for the studio time that's what we need so yeah
0: yeah and it will help us offset it a little bit you know what i mean it'll take a little bit of the sting out of that bill when i get it at the end of the month and um, like i said it's it's I, I don't really know a whole lot about patreon i've never done it before i've never i've never even looked at it before until today so i did notice on there that there's a spot for you can post uh pictures and videos and audio for patreons only so we might do some bonus stuff and put it over there and only the people who are patrons will have access to it i don't know we're gonna come up with something to make it worth it
1: oh definitely definitely we'll make it happen dude yeah like you said the show ain't going nowhere so
0: no it ain't going nowhere we've we've come too far we're creeping yeah. up on 50 episodes now so oh wow yeah so you've never heard of this podcast have you
2: no man i haven't really heard i just started listening to podcasts man
0: right, well you got a lot of catching up today <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's all right i never heard of you either before today so we're even that
1: was, that was pretty much the same to the same way too uh, spencer fucking like not into podcasts at all you know i had a friend that was always like sending me links to these joe rogan podcasts with certain guests you know like informative podcast, if you want to say it, and I try to listen, and my attention spans way too short to get there, so uh, I never really done it until I was asked to be on a podcast, kind of like you today, and uh, I was uh, with Brian House on the Work For It podcast. That was my first shot, you know, and then i have been on several others. I was on this one as well, too, what, twice before I became a host. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's... Uh, it has evolved a lot in the past year and a half. You know, like, these podcasts to me now are a daily listen. I, there's so much information to, to, to take in from these guys that are out there putting out these shows. So, Absolutely. Yeah, we shoot the shit a lot and talk about everything and nothing. Nothing to learn here, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we keep it fun, though. We try to keep it fun.
1: Yeah, no, that's the thing. You know, we get good feedback, too, so that's always interesting to, to hear from you know, listeners were like, you guys are fucking nuts, you know. And yeah. so I guess it, you know, it sticks out compared to other shows. I don't know. Like, I have no filter, so.
0: Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool, man. I was on one of Jeff Fader's live feeds, and uh, he was getting ready to do something. He said, all right, I'm going to take questions. You know, people started doing all these questions about plunge lines and belt progression, you know, on purpose, the shit that he hates to talk about. And uh, <laughs> so I left the thing on there. I said, hey, Jeff, when are you coming on the Hustling Grind podcast? He read it. He said, Jason, you got to leave me the fuck alone, man. He said, <laughs> he said, I've heard your podcast. You and Pickle, are, you guys are crazy. You're just absolutely crazy over there." And
2: is that is that the guy from the Full Blast podcast? No.
0: Yeah. that Yeah, 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 yeah. Full yeah. Blast oh, okay. and Knife Talk. Knife
2: Talk and Full Blast. He's on both. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have heard of it. I like his channel, man. I like that. Yeah. yeah no, he's a nut, too, though. That's the thing.
1: You know, he's got a fucking attitude and a half. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for dude, I can guarantee if he was to actually end up on this show, within the first, I'd be generous and give it five minutes. He'd be interviewing us, (laughs) right? He he would be like, pickle. You know, it fascinates me. You know, I'm fascinated (laughs) by. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I I first uh, listened to a few of those
1: when they first brought up my uh, when they first brought up pickle cutters on fucking uh, the Knife Talk podcast. pickle cutters is like what the fuck that is a weird name for a fucking turd cutter yeah that's what Mareko said that's a
0: weird name for a butthole
1: <laughs> yeah for a butthole yeah but uh yeah after that and it just went from there you know and those being shot out on those shows and like being on shows it helps everything else grow you know what i'm saying you're you're getting put out there so I was being brought up, I was what, like three weeks in a row, I think I was brought up on the Knife Talk podcast,
0: maybe yeah. four. Podcast and, four.
1: Uh, so I was like, I kind of laid back at one point, I was like, I'll stop asking questions, I'll stop fucking interacting with them, because that's all I hear, and I was my name on their show, so yeah, I stepped back from that and gave everybody else a chance, but like I said, they're, they're there for that, and the information and the feedbacks and everything else, it's just, like I said, it's what what makes these uh, these shows great and these people interesting, you know? Yeah, for sure. They help us grow.
0: Man, po- podcasting has, well, me and you've been through it together, Pickle. You know, we have more than doubled our following. Exactly. But at the same time, no. dude, I've made some friends through the, through the show. You yeah. know, we've talked about something stupid, and somebody will send me a DM saying, you know, I came across this same situation, this is what I did, and we just get to going back and forth, and you become friends with these people.
1: Yeah. i don't even know how me and spencer came to communicating whatever how many months or years ago or whatever it's just like, yeah you know the forging groups and the the bladesmithing groups and then it's like oh shit that's i think it was a hammer i wanted a flatter hammer from you i think okay and then you were leaving for work and you're like i ah, you know i'm gonna have to get back to that when i'm off season whatever and I ended up getting a flatter hammer from somebody else, by the way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all right, dude.
1: But it doesn't mean I don't want one of your hammers, though. Because, like I said, <laughs> those hammers were sick. Like you were putting those hammers out last year. I was like,
2: holy shit. Yeah, I was. I was making those for a lot of mechanics, mostly, you know, and a few smiths. But uh, yeah, most of them for just mechanics.
1: Yeah, like a five pound fucking cross peen hammer and shit like that.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> five pound hammers. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a hell of a hammer.
1: I got my three and a half rounding hammer and that's plenty to swing. I think, you know, it's like, it's perfect, but would I want bigger? I'm not sure. You know?
2: the, the I, one I, ham- dude, I'm all about like a lighter hammer, man. I mean, I could swing a five pounder all day long, dude, but I, I don't, you know what I mean? Three pounder is perfect for me. Yeah, That's what I prefer to use. Yeah, a lot of work I do. I do with my two and a half pound rounding hammer because it's got a smaller face
1: and I'm moving more, more steel on impact, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah it's yeah. just, I guess it's just what you start with. You know, a lot of guys, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe if you start with a heavier hammer, you get used to that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've I got,
2: right uh, now. So
0: well, speaking of hammers, whenever I'm, uh, whenever I'm doing my profiling and stuff like that, I like a four and a half, four and a half inch, uh, cutoff wheel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, the smart, that's the smart way. <laughs> <laughs> We're all barbaric. I, I do have a
0: 12-pound sledge head on a 16-inch handle. And every now and then, if I'm setting a forge weld or something, that will come out, but I'm only swinging it eight or ten times tops, and I'm done for a day or two after that. It kills my I got to press. I just pull a handle. Like... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go.
1: I got to press. <laughs>
0: I've got an Arbor Press. Does that count? A drill press? Mm -hmm. Sure. (laughs) All right, guys. I'm going to go ahead and talk about one of our sponsors. Phoenix Abrasives. They're your one-stop shop for all of your abrasive needs. You can find them online at www.phoenixabrasives.com forward slash shop. Use the promo code HUSTLE10 at checkout and get 10% off your entire order. And you can even find them on Facebook and Twitter and MySpace and all the other good things.
1: MySpace? That's still a thing?
0: Dude, so I was watching this YouTube video while I was eating lunch today, right? And it was, I watched a lot of drag racing videos, stuff like that, just to pass the time. And you remember when you was little and watched Beavis and Butthead? Yeah. The videos came on, and then down in the corner it would say who it was. You know, the artist, the song title, the track, and then, like, the record company. Well, they were playing music, and it would say the artist, the name of the song, and they, I guess they had to give credit where they got it. And it was like the artist slash myspace.com. Huh. I was like, how old is this freaking video I'm watching right now? <laughs>
1: well, it's either the video is old or the MySpace platform is still still active, but for something different than, you know, social media like it was before.
0: I hope know? it's not still active. I would not want to go back and see my MySpace page from back in them days. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I, I was a different kind of man back in them days. <laughs>
1: Mine was a big MySpace. Space. Yeah, my MySpace was a
0: big metalhead MySpace.
1: There there was blood dripping all over the place and skulls and fucking screaming video clips. And-
0: oh, dude. I remember I had, you know, you could do like a background picture or whatever. Yeah. Mine was this butt naked blonde laying across a pool table with like a little devil tail coming off. <laughs> Yeah, those, uh, we just don't do things like that anymore.
1: People <laughs> get offended so easily now, so you wouldn't be able to do something like that. You know?
0: mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah.
1: But it, it's probably I, safer. I posted, right? I posted a plate of fruit at one point, and I offended people on Facebook with a plate of fucking fruit. There's an orange, a banana, and a mango. And I stated that, you know, healthy food will help you you know fight against colds and shit like that you know so uh, a bunch of people got pissed off at me telling me that's not how it works. oh good lord <laughs> oh my god I had to delete the post yeah there's over 50 comments of going back and forth people arguing me telling me that fruit technically is not good for you it won't help you build an immune system
0: dude when Most I was people sick are bored. when I got yep. sick a couple of weeks ago when I was real bad sick yeah I took a whole bunch of that cold and flu type shit for like three days it wasn't yep. helping and it started making me feel jittery you know i was i was taking too much of it i think and uh i quit taking the medicine altogether and i started drinking pineapple juice and taking spoonfuls of honey within 24 yep. hours dude i was i was back to it i mean i wasn't 100% but i felt like myself again natural cures are the way man yep so that seemed to help me real good i don't get sickness for the week <laughs> yeah,
1: <right. laughs> I haven't been sick in a while, yeah, to be honest. Today John Cena's like, a pussy. It's been like two years.
0: <laughs> so, yeah.
2: I guess I grew tougher. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm actually sick right now. My little three year old girl, man, she brings home all the germs. Um Yeah, they'll do that for sure.
1: Yeah, daycare and all that stuff. My little nephew and my niece, they were sick too, and they got my brother and my sister-in-law sick, you know, and it's like, fuck. My brother works construction, so he's not working with anybody, you know, the, to where he would get sick, you know. And uh, his wife's a stay-at-home fucking mom right now, as it is with the daughter, but they send the, the, my nephew off to daycare, and he came back with a bad cold, and next thing you noticed, everybody was sick, you know. And they're like, all right, well,
2: <laughs> this is it, you know. Yeah, my wife's a teacher, so
0: she's oh. exposed to all the oh, she gets little them.
2: little kindergartners too, man.
0: Yeah, the jam yeah. buffet. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Fucking. Oh.
2: So, how old are you, Spencer?
0: I'm a, uh, I am I
2: do not even thirty uh, seven. I forget my age, man. I try not to remember it. <laughs> the closer I get to forty, man, I'm like, I'm done counting. Yeah, you and Jay both, we had this
1: last week, me and Jay, and I think the week before and then the month before that, I bet you you ask him how
2: old he's going to be in December and he still doesn't know. 39. Oh, 39. Oh.
0: Yeah, I'm like, man, I got to
2: ask my wife. I'm like, babe, am I going to be 38 or am I 38 now? I'm, like, man, I, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, I can't remember.
0: Me too. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs>
1: No man, I guess
0: not. No, it's the point where it doesn't matter. But yeah, we had to—I had to look at my ID to see what year I was born, and then we had to do <laughs> the calculating on that and to figure out how old I was going to be.
1: <laughs> I just find it crazy because you know, like you know, past mid-thirties, late thirties, forty over here, and uh you know, we're getting into these things that we've been into for the past two, three, four years, whatever, whoever. It's why couldn't this had happened when we were younger, you know, before making life decisions and life choices? Why weren't we, you know, like introduced to our passion?
0: Oh, worried? God. If I'd have found this at 20 years old, all of oh, us, imagine man. where we'd be oh, now. Oh, God, man.
1: I would have yeah. never been a if I would have found this shit at the age of 20, you know, but I was a fucking drug addict at 20. You yeah. Know? And if I would have <laughs> had this, I probably would have never been, you know, so.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. i made my share of stupid decisions, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I'm
1: sure we all have. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yeah but i had a hell of a good time though it was fun while well, it lasted yeah,
0: yeah that's right I'm glad i lived good. through it
1: yeah i don't fucking regret nothing and i always said if i make it past 25 well put on me you know 41 and just at the end of
0: the month so i guess i did it right i'll tell you what man in my early 30s i always had this weird feeling that i just you know a lot of people grow to be old men my papa was almost 85 and he's still out in the yard welding and You know on the tractor and all kind of shit every day 85 years old i mean he ain't got no no stop in him but i always felt like i was not going to be one of those men you know what i mean i just felt like i was going to go young not not of anything in particular i just didn't feel like i would get there but the older i get i'm like man i I got this dude like you ain't stopping me
1: (laughs) right hold my beer watch this (laughs) yeah
0: and plus now you know i'm getting older i'm going to the doctor taking care of myself you know I didn't do none of that stuff. I've never had insurance before, so I never went to no doctor. and yeah, same uh, here. Just the basic stuff. I, my, my blood pressure was like stroke level, and I oh. never would have known it until I died. But now I'm on two different medicines, and my blood pressure is perfect. So it makes me feel a little bit better about not expiring too soon. <laughs> right. So I'd rather not
1: know what's up and just let life happen, you know. Who knows? Might as well, you know, I could not wake up tomorrow morning. No,
0: you know, so. Yeah, I mean,
1: you can wake up dead I'll, I'll any eat, day. I'll eat whatever the fuck I want to eat tonight. I'll drink whatever I want to drink. I'll go and do whatever I want to do, you know, and tomorrow's another day. Yeah. I'm there. Well, I'm grateful for it. And that's it. You know?
0: One day at a time.
1: Yes, sir. Seize the day, man.
0: That is our life philosophy lesson on the Hustling High podcast. <laughs> 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 last life week is short to worry about tomorrow man because life could be today and that's it you know well we had the weight loss segment last week so we got to yeah. stop doing that that was sorry guys yeah. i listened back to it that was boring as shit i do apologize for that little 10 minute yeah, rant but, you we know, on.
1: that's what you think but um no offense to anybody but how many people that were sitting there listening to this and probably took
0: in on that you know well most of them are probably need to lose a pound or two
1: Exactly, so <laughs> it, it didn't hurt to hear. You know, it's yeah. good information. And like I said, we talk about everything and nothing. So, yeah, that's, if we're gonna talk about weight loss, we're gonna talk about weight loss. If you want to talk about tools, we'll talk about tools. You know, oh okay. yeah, I love tacos. Uh, no,
0: I'm <laughs> I a big had fan of tacos, tacos
2: last night, man. Oh, you lucky yeah. bastard!
0: <laughs> I love tacos, dude. Today's Thursday. We cannot go eat tacos on Thursday. Why is can, it? Man. On Thursday? Yeah, you no. Can eat tacos see, we've got this one local Mexican restaurant and it's where we go no matter what about once a week we go out we go bowling and we go get tacos me and my wife if we end up at restaurants called salsas if we end up at salsas on thursday there's this group up there that likes to sit at the bar and if we end up at the bar with them the the matriarch of the group she's probably in her mid-50s big lady she finds it No more fun in the world than to just buy everybody shots, whoever's around. Shot, shot, shots. If we go on a Thursday, dude, we got to call an Uber, and then we got to wake up the next morning feeling like shit, trying to figure out how we're going to get our truck. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) We try to dodge Thursdays unless we know Friday is a free day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, (laughs) tacos are awesome. I don't have that problem, though. I don't
1: don't drink much, so I don't really have to worry about fucking – hangovers anymore
0: well we don't either if we if we go out and uh she and drink. yeah <laughs> I and mean, we can go out and drink a couple beers that's fine but if we go out and that certain customers there man she is just buying shots and you can't not take a shot when you're sitting at the bar and somebody buys around you know what i mean that's just rude
1: and then you try leaving and they're like no no one more shot yeah. one more shot <laughs>
0: bitch i got to go <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how's that? How's that grinder coming for you, pickle?
1: The grinder man is actually uh, amazing so far. I just ordered a uh, glass platen to put on it yesterday from uh, Daryl Belknap. Mm-hmm. your go-to guy for glass platings. If you guys are looking seriously, like the price is right, and uh, and they're really easy to apply to the platen plate. All you got to do is peel off the backing tape, make sure everything's lined up. You know what I do is I lay my platen plate standing on its side and then I just drop my glass plate next to it, and then I just join them together, you know, so that way I'm flush on an edge, and my platinum plate
0: and my platen glass are parallel to each other. So what's the benefit of a glass platen over a steel platen? The heat. Really? Yeah, your, your work
1: piece that you're working on will not heat up as much. There's, like, like I've had this grinder running for about a week now, the BA Shredder, and... Uh, you know, like I said, great grinder. I haven't ground out any bevels on it yet because I grind all my blades hardened and I don't want to fuck no temper up. So I haven't brought wow. the steel plate platen yet. So I'm waiting on my glass platen and then I'll be able to. As I said I put that grinder through everything I needed
0: to do. So is it that drastic of a difference?
1: Uh, you notice it. I, I, I know that's actually when i noticed what the drastic difference was mm-hmm. this last week when i started working with it or this week or whatever i don't know i'm lost days but uh when i started working with it i was just working simple shit and then i was like all right this is getting hot you know yeah and then i, I touched the back of my plate and it was fucking hot
0: yeah i burnt so, the shit out of my finger the other day you know we get little little ouchy like oh damn that's hot we get those yeah. all the time <laughs> but i was grinding on a a thick like a camp knife preheat treat so I didn't give a shit about overheating or none of that you know it ain't been heat treated yet and I was grinding and dipping you know trying to keep it cool well I didn't wipe the water all the way off the other side and you know when it starts getting thin if your finger's in water that water's gonna boil and get way the hell hotter than just the steel itself was so man that water boiled and it blistered the tip of my finger just from that quick I mean I know it doesn't
1: take much yeah like jabbing the belt as it's running too you know you're just grinding away and next thing you notice you got the tip of a finger or thumb on your fucking belt there and it happens so quick
2: <laughs> yeah i hate when that happens man i've ruined my belts doing that they
0: explode <laughs> dude's a fucking gangster man <laughs> i believe
1: it i believe it man If fuck if just i were like a belt that goes yeah if i were a belt and i'd see you i'd start running <laughs> damn
2: no, I actually got a, a glass plat I need to put on mine. Um, uh, uh, it makes a difference, man. I find anyway. Yeah. noticed the major difference recently, you know, like
1: I've had them on both of my grinders for the past year or so, so I never really noticed the difference. And then I got this one running and I was like, oh, shit, okay, I got to talk to Daryl and get me a glass flat." Platen,
2: they know. don't wear, they don't wear it too, don't they? Oh, no, they don't, exactly. You know,
1: they don't wear as much. If you're careful with your plate and don't hit it anywhere, it's going to last forever. Yeah. Saying the only reason there's one part where I got a slight little divot right on the corner, because that's where I do a lot of my profiling on my tool rest when I'm profiling my blades, like the inner and all that. And so I'm running like right on the edge of my platen on the corner of it. And that dimple is not even like a 32nd. so it's not that much so they don't wear
0: how thick is the glass how thick yeah
1: a quarter inch just about maybe three sixteenths it's actually uh stove uh, oven glass okay uh, wood stoves and shit like that yeah yeah like pyrex yeah whatever yeah some some kind of crazy ceramic glass platinum. there
0: so what i'm thinking is uh my my grinder is a broadbeck ironworks two by 72 grinder yeah me too Uh, yes sir there we go Broadbeck in the house. <laughs> oh, I feel left out. <laughs> oh, you'll get there one day, buddy. No, uh, Broadbeck sells replacement platins, And I've got a pile yes. of those because I've got, you know, just yep. my steel platen. I've got my soft platen attachment that I've made, and, you know, just some other things. If I could get a glass platen, if it's only a quarter inch thick, I could glue it to the Broadbeck replacement platen. And then I just got those two little. 11 millimeter nuts on the back side, you know just a quick change you don't have to glue it on either because it comes with double-sided uh, heat resistant tape well that's what i meant but once you yeah. once you pull that off though you're not reusing it right
1: uh no you could reuse the glass and you're gonna have to
0: just not that tape
1: would, yeah it's just not that tape and like say if you do chip the front of your plate or whatever what's nice is you could always like i said you remove it with a heat gun You get that pulled off. You clean everything up on both sides. You reapply tape on your original face and put that towards your backing. And now you're working with the back of your glass platen and you got a fresh platen.
0: Yeah, I have to do that. And I'll order me an extra platen face from Broadback because obviously, I mean, they're the most versatile grinder on the market. It's a great grinder, man. I like mine. And they are also a proud sponsor of the Hustle and Grind podcast. And if you order any grinder kit, you use the promo code HUSTLE at checkout and you were automatically upgraded to the Mareco Platin for free. Yes, ah. I got one of those. Uh, how you like it?
2: Uh, you know, I haven't really used it yet. Really? But uh, I, you know, I will be here soon. But uh, I mean, I've liked everything else, I you know, on that grinder. So <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a it's a bad bone any. machine for sure.
2: Yeah, and I got their integral uh, attachment too. So I'll be, I've been using that with hammers. <laughs> I haven't even used it for a blade. <laughs> what do you mean, an uh, integral attachment, like for integral bolsters and shit? Or? Yeah, man, it cleans up that, that, that bolster, you know, that oh, okay, the yeah. transition between the uh, bolster and the blade. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. it'll clean that up really well.
0: Nice. You, you know, Broadbeck's got an attachment for everything. Pretty everything. much, yeah. yeah. But I was talking with uh, Nick Rossi, uh, was it this week?
1: Maybe over the weekend, I forgot. Anyways, and I'm uh, I'm, Name fixing drop. On, I'm fixing on getting a class from him next year. Go spend a week down there in Maine. And uh, that's exactly like he's like, well, you pretty much got everything down. He's like, what do you want to learn from me? I was like, I want to do integrals, man. I was like, I want to learn, you know, fine forging, like fine tuning, if you want to say you're forging. Yeah. Because I've taught myself how to forge these knives that I'm forging, you know, and i have from hearing from others, you know, like, oh, I forged my bevels. I was like, oh. I never looked how to forge bevels. I was like, I want to forge bevels too. So, you know, so I started forging bevels and then, okay, this is giving me a hard time. Let's do it this way. That's better. Okay. So, you know, figure it out on my own, but there's certain things where I just, I would rather go and take a class. And like I was telling niggas, like I would want a one-on-one class with you and fucking, this is what I want to learn, you know, and I want to fine tune everything else. So, you know,
2: a couple of days, whatever, a week, I don't care. It's like, what's the cost? Pretty decent. It ain't a bad idea, man. Taking a class with somebody like that, dude is worth man. No, exactly. I,
1: I, Even if it's $500,
2: it's $500. is way worth it, because it's going to bring you more than $500. Yeah. yeah, I did an a integral class with Adam DeRosiers, man, and man, I learned a lot from that dude. He showed me a lot of cool little tricks, dude. Yeah. Same thing I mean, with Wally,
1: yeah. Wally there in his folders and classes and shit. You know, it's like, I've made friction folders, but I want to make some crazy fucking folders eventually, and I would like to take a class on that, too,
0: you know? So. Y'all drop yeah, some high uh, level names, man. That's legit. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing with my getting my business started with that uh, that organization that helps small businesses get started it gives me privileges. Uh, privileges is, but uh, anyways, yeah, it gives me the privilege of getting assistance through another organization that will help pay percentages, if not in full, uh, further education to better my work, you know, my craft or whatever it is I'm doing. So. Uh, you know, I could apply for grants and have these classes paid for and not have to worry about anything, you know? So that's what I'm fixing for right now. And that's why I did what I did last week got the job is so I could move around and, and learn more and fucking get things
2: going. Word. Yes. <laughs> is that a Canadian word. thing or is that like, is that just in Canada? What, what's this in Canada? The, the uh, Grant? The, the, the the Grant. Small.
1: Uh, well, I don't I'm, I don't know what you guys got in the States because I know here in Canada it's different from province to province. Like the one we got here is called CBDC, and it's in New Brunswick. And uh, like I said, they help small businesses get started. So I'm assuming they have shit like that in the States as well too, you know.
0: Probably Northern,
1: I don't know. It's it interesting. People, yeah, it's a small business startup fucking organizations or whatever. I'm sure there's somebody because like – they help me get what I couldn't get on my own, you know what I'm hmm. saying? And uh, having a, my uh, minor disability of being deaf, uh, that helps me get more from them as well, too, because I'm technically considered disabled. You know, I don't say that I'm disabled, but, yeah, I am deaf in one ear, so huh. it, it, that gives me more, you know, instead because they're even giving me a uh, salary for a year and a half. They're giving me three hundred and fifty bucks a week, so to help me get my business up and going, you know,
0: that's so, badass, like, dude. Yeah, so, yeah, that's cool.
1: Whatever I make on top of my knives, I get that extra three fifty a week, you know. So if I don't sell any knives, at least I got three hundred and fifty bucks that week, you know. So right, I'll get through the week and hope for the best the next week.
0: Yeah, that at least buy groceries.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know. So what if the bill wasn't paid one week? I'll pay it the next week. You yeah, know? they could wait. They got more money than me. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, but that's the thing, you know. It's it's a very helpful move. I think I done for my business itself, you know, and making this what I want to do for the rest of my
2: life, you know.
0: Yeah, that's we're good. all moving in that direction for sure. I am anyway. You got any plans on going full time, Spencer?
2: Uh, I you know I want to, but uh, you know I just uh, it, it's just growing. That that's all there is. It's it's still in a growing stage and. Um, you know we'll see what happens Yeah, I'm definitely getting out of road construction you know I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore
1: I uh, know you're done with the road construction
2: yeah dude I'm done with that man last year was my last year and I'm you know going to be finding something that's more in town less hours something that can uh, keep me home you know so I can focus more on my uh, you know growing my forge into a business and spending more time at home, you know, being a dad. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I don't care about the money, man. The money's great, but, you know, I don't, I want to be happy, dude. And I'm not happy doing that, dude. I'm miserable, man. It's miserable, dude. I sorry like yeah, I
1: love it, but I love hearing you say this right now. Dude,
2: I'm telling you, dude, I don't wake up every morning when I'm out there living in an RV away from my family, dude, like getting up to go to work. I'm just like, I don't want to live my life like that, dude. It's not. it's like being in prison, dude, you know, (laughs) it's literally prison. Like you're stuck there on the job, you know, you don't, you're stuck there and it's the same routine over and over and over again. And like I was saying, I don't get up and like, Oh, I can't wait to get down there and go work on the equipment. no man. It's like, I dread it. Yeah. It's just, I hate it. You're going to work backwards in the morning and that's not how to do it. That's not what I'm trying to do, man. Like I don't want to get up every day, you know? And like, it's just, uh, and I mean, you know, it's like my wife, dude. She's literally, you know, her job is her hobby, is her passion, dude. She loves what she does, dude. And it's just, you know, it's it's an amazing thing watching that, man. You yeah. know, and that's that's something that I'm trying to uh, achieve.
1: Uh, you're on the right path, man.
2: Are I believe you? so. Uh, and, uh, I've been watching you go and grow, and uh, you're you're getting there, man. Yeah, and I, and I mean, the, the fact that uh, now that I'm going to be transitioning into, you know, working in town, that's going to help me a lot, dude. And it'll help me grow my business a lot locally, too, because it'll give me more opportunities to have more free time and go to these fairs and these craft events, you know, locally here to Alaska. So I'm just, you know, just yeah, get the exposure, hustling, you know. dude. Yep. That's what the Hustle and Grind show is all about, man. That's, that's my thing, dude. It's like... Yeah. Like I'm pretty motivated too, man. Like I'm not, I don't, you know, I, dude, I love getting up. That's what I like. That's a benefit of, you know, road construction is you don't work in the winter. So I got all this time in the winter, you know, but I won't really have that, but you know, I, I, I've got a good work ethic, man. Like, you know, I just, I don't need to, like, I get up ready to go work, dude, making axes, working on these, you know, orders and stuff, man. Like, I don't need to like, Oh, You know, no, man, I get, I'm excited
0: to go do it. Well, that's the passion, man. And we've talked about that so many times on this show. And the way you were talking about your wife, you know, that's her passion. It's her hobby, but she is lucky enough to be paid for it. When I went full-time back in March, before this happened and I went full-time, money-wise, dude, I, I had no money worries in this world. I could go buy whatever the hell I wanted to and didn't really have to think twice about it. I mean, I couldn't go buy a new truck and pay cash, but, you know, if I wanted to... I I was doing very, very well. And I went from that to full-time, not by my own choice. Now, the money that I'm making is... Honestly, it's barely getting us by. I'm working four times the hours I was before. But, dude, I am... I'm happier than I've ever been in my freaking life. Because... That's it's fun you know what i mean it's fun it's stressful because you got to worry about you know this knife is on order it's got to be done by this day so i can get paid and you know this knife's paying that bill but at but the same time stressful. dude we're making knives you know what i mean who gets to yeah
1: it's stressful yes but it's your problem it's exactly exactly problem. dude it's Not mr boss guy's problem who's stressing you out it's your fucking problem.
0: exactly and you're the only one that can yep. fix it
1: Exactly. Yep. So you have no to fucking not drag ass and get shit done, you know? And yeah. We all have our days, obviously, yes, where we don't, we're not into it as much, but, you know, there's days where we'll compensate for that one day that we didn't feel it and we'll, we'll just do it better that day, you know? And,
2: that's how it you know, works but you're the boss you know you're in control man exactly you know and I, mean? I, and I remember you know i remember watching or listening to a podcast one of the full blast podcasts and i remember him saying like you know he was talking about having all these orders and how he stopped working on the weekends and was like oh you know they people can wait they can wait a day like i can take a saturday off and spend out with my daughter you know what i mean like people can wait dude yep
0: absolutely they,
1: and I have a hard time setting my mind to that, you know, because I'm, I have no idea. Same here, dude. Kids. And if I got fucking 10 orders in front of me, I ain't leaving that shop until those 10 orders are complete and ready to move on to the other orders, you know? Yeah. Because I got, I got a good 20 orders in front of me, like in the books and on my fucking bench right now. And if not more than 20, I, I don't know. I didn't recount there, but uh, they added up in the past couple of weeks. So if I did do the not work on the weekends thing, And it was more overwhelming for me during my week of working and not working the weekend than it was working seven days a week, 14 days in a row, 21 days in a row. Not working those two days put so much stress on me that I I stopped doing it. I stopped taking time off. I, I hated the fact that I was taking time off to leave town and go, you know, elsewhere for two, three days and then come back. And I felt like I was behind on everything and then all that pressure. And I was like, only I could fix that. You know, so if I'm happy with working seven days a week and putting 70-plus hours in in a week, there's nothing wrong with that. You know? Yeah, it's that whatever day, makes you happy. The day I built the grinder, I started building that grinder at 8.30 at night. You know what time it was when I closed shop? It was 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I closed shop. I was up at 8.30 in the morning back in the shop by 9.30, you know, the next day. so. You know, there's nobody telling me, no, you can't. There's nobody telling me, well, you have to work overtime. Or not. I choose. You choose to yep, do that because exactly. you have
0: the passion to want to do that.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: you get you get a sense of accomplishment when you, you know, yes. selling these knives is what allowed you to get that second grinder and that third grinder and that fourth grinder. And by the time you get them set up and they're built and put on your bench, you can look at that bench and say, nobody gave me this. I, you know, no. I busted my balls oh. for this. Mm-hmm.
1: Really I can't say that.
0: You, you know what I'm but saying? I,
1: yeah, but I did work for them. You know what I'm saying? I, I pushed myself to to the point where people noticed me. And you know, I don't want to say it was a hand-me-down or whatever. And I didn't ask for nothing. And nobody just, you know, it's like, hey, you, you're you going places. I want to help you out. You know, right. that's what's nice about this community is these people wanting to help other people out. You know? Oh, for sure. Yep. They didn't really ask me for anything. It was like, hey, you know, I thought about this. I've been watching you for the past year, year and a half. You're doing good. I want to send you this like oh shit thank you man appreciate it you know boom i got this grinder i never asked the guy for nothing you know and he just wants to help me out because he thinks i'm doing good you know with my raffles that i do to, to raise money for you know that christmas foundation and for cancer patients and the fucking local food bank and you know, people see that shit and i'm not doing it to valorize it myself or anything like that and i don't ask for anything in return but i do believe that do good and good will come back you know
0: yeah for sure it's karma. Without
1: expectations, I yep. just with me and whatever comes down the road, I'll take it, you know, and not take advantage of it, but I'll take what comes if it's beneficial to me and it helps. We're good.
2: Thirsty much, Spencer? <laughs>
0: Always, man. This dude ain't even got a glass. He's got a whole gallon jug of water. He's chug.
2: <laughs> it goes with me everywhere, man.
0: Dude, I'm telling Anybody you. Anybody
2: that knows me, man, knows I got a gallon jug of water with me at all John times. John
0: Cena is such a pussy. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Spencer makes that gallon look small, <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> oh. uh,
1: but no, uh, the gallon of water thing there—that was a. Uh, before I actually started making knives, I was the same way too. Like on my working my woodworking job, I had I always had my gallon of water with me every
2: oh, day, yeah. every everywhere day. I go.
1: Construction, yeah, construction on hot summer days—it was two gallons, you know. So,
0: yeah,
1: you know, let's get it done.
0: Dude. Hydrate. I got to keep a cooler with water bottles down here. It don't, you'd be drinking hot water if you, uh, no. if you came across anything, you know what I mean? Warm yeah. temperature wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, unhumid. Unhumid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is,
0: dude. It's retarded. So, Spencer, speaking of hot and humid, stupid Georgia, have you ever been or planning to go to Blade Show?
2: Uh, yeah, of course I'd love to go something like that, but, uh,
0: I just, you know, we'll see, I guess. That'd be freaking huge for you to come that far. I mean, that's like opposite corners of the country.
2: Uh, I mean, I've been, I got, my uh, folks live in Arkansas. Oh,
0: really? Okay.
2: I've been, Yeah, they live in Northwest Arkansas. So I, I'm actually going to Dallas here on the 20th of uh, next month or this month for Christmas. So cool. usually we go to Arkansas, but, you know, this year we're going to do it in Dallas because that's where my brother lives. So my folks are driving there and then we're all going to meet up.
0: Yeah, I went to uh I went to Houston, Texas several years ago. And I thought, you know, it'd be kinda cool to to visit some of these other Texas places while I was in Texas. Holy shit, Texas is big.
1: Yeah, that's what they say.
0: <laughs> I, I looked at like it took me like fifteen hours to drive from my house to Houston. And I got I, I forget- I don't think it was Dallas, but I looked at somewhere else and it was like over ten hours. Still in the state yeah. of Texas.
2: It takes it's a l you know, you drive a long time and in texas but you fly a long time here in alaska
0: <laughs> yeah yeah for sure no you know you
2: know what they say they're gonna split alaska in half make texas the third largest
0: state <laughs> <laughs> alaska alaska is the largest state right Hmm. i thought it was oh yeah it's
2: more than twice the size
0: of texas so yeah, you, we
1: used to own that shit didn't we though wasn't that ours at one point
0: no no no
2: no that hasn't always no been it was before. russia was it Russia? Uh, yeah, we Russia? bought it from Russia. They okay, bought it from Russia. And they're totally wishing they never sold it.
0: <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> some good stuff in that soil there or what?
2: <laughs> it's just too
0: close for comfort.
2: Uh, yeah. Location, exactly.
0: location, location.
2: It, absolutely. You don't think we got missiles pointed at them, man? Yeah. yeah. There's
0: all kinds of crazy stuff going on around here, man. If anything comes I from mean, like North Korea direction, you know, Japan, China, and comes towards us. Alaska and Hawaii is what is set up to defend it. Absolutely. A lot of people man. don't know that. Alaska, yep. you know, people think it's like the frozen tundra. Alaska is fucking ready.
2: <laughs> yeah, they think we, some people literally think we live in like igloos here, man. Like, you know <laughs> I what I mean? Like an igloo. <laughs> well,
0: there's probably some around somewhere, like not where you're at, but.
2: I'm like, no, dude, I live in a house like you do.
0: (laughs) Dude, whenever pickle said you was going to come on here, I'm like, all right, cool, man. Just set it up. You know, I kind of gave pickle free reign. I didn't even look into you or anything because in my mind, like I started the podcast just because it was my idea, but this show belongs to me and pickle. Like, I feel like it's equal. You know what I mean? We kind of talk about everything ahead of time. But I kind of gave him free reign. Like, dude, if you think he's cool, bring him on. I'm down. And then he said, "You know, tell me a little bit about you." He said, "He's in Alaska." You know what? My dumb ass. The first thing that popped out of my <laughs> mouth. What was that? I said, "Do they have internet in Alaska?" <laughs> <laughs> Without even thinking, dude. And I was so serious oh, when I said it. Internet. <laughs> they
2: got internet. Yeah, man. Everywhere. It's it's yeah. Technology is really uh really something special, man. I mean, there's. I don't know if you guys know what like a village is. Yeah, we got, I, vi- I live we in got, a village. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have like a uh, like real villages, man. That like the natives live in. You know, a lot of like uh, a reserve, pretty much. Uh, you know, it's not a res- it's not a reserve. They're not a reserve. They're just little tiny like communities, man. That that are there's no roads to them. You have to fly there. There's, okay, yeah. it's it's just it, and and they they you know have. A lot of them are very uh subsistence. They live off the land, you know. Yeah. I know exactly bandits. what
0: you're talking about. I used to watch a show on Discovery Channel and I can't think of the name of it right now to save my life, but I still remember the people on it.
1: Alaskan Bush people.
0: No, that's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But uh it was there was one There's... lady that lived like at a, a remote airport way up north. And oh, then Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking
0: about. And then the one lady yeah, had like the tattoos on her chin. She had like her, yeah, her husband, and a whole bunch of kids, and they would yep. move camps.
2: That's you know? a village. That's right, what I'm right, talking about. Right, yeah, yep. they, they were uh, in, in uh, Norvik, I think, which mm-hmm. is kind of outside of Nome, I believe. Nome or Kotzebue. But, um, yeah, they're just really remote. They got internet out there, man. I mean, they got cell phones and internet and FaceTime and all that, you know, because I've gone and worked in a lot of them villages
0: working remote like that. You know, you live in a camp. But it sucks. I'm gonna to have to Google the name of that show now. I really did enjoy that show.
2: Yeah, wondering. what was it? Below Life Below Zero. Yeah, I, well, it was I, that was that.
0: I was thinking yeah. Arctic Circles. You're right, it was below zero. Yep. 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 Life Below Zero. Yep. Yeah, that was a pretty neat show. There's
2: a lot of crazy shows on Alaska. Some of them are kind of BS and some of them are are
0: pretty good. Pretty yeah, like that Alaskan wheel. Bush people, that's a pile of oh, horse yeah. shit that is so fake. Speaking
1: yeah. of Alaska and uh, shows and all that, uh, I'd watched uh, a lot of Jesse Ventura shows there, and he was out in Alaska at one point checking out HARP. Is
2: that nearby your place? Uh, no. HARP's like maybe five hours away. That was uh, near where I was working this summer up on the Richardson Highway. I believe HARP's near Delta Junction, kind of between Delta Junction and Fairbanks, but it's not close to where I'm at. Right. But that's a real thing. Yeah, it is a real thing,
1: and it's pretty yep. crazy what they could do with it, you know, and what they make it out to be is not what it actually is either, so it's yeah. interesting itself, you know, like you said, Alaska's got a lot of crazy shit going on there, it's not just ego.
2: Absolutely, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, air defense fucking systems and everything, and.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep, there's a what an Army and Air Force base right here in Anchorage, and yep. you got two of them in uh, um, Fairbanks. You know, one of the most craziest things I've ever seen was the space launch center, or whatever the hell it is, down in Kodiak Island. And man, that was an eerie place. Man, it just felt like they were not. That's not a inst- installment to test rockets and stuff, dude. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. <laughs> I've, Weird, got a, dude. I've got i I've got an uncle dude. that was stationed in Alaska on that uh, in Fairbanks, and it, okay. this was like shit probably 30 years ago yeah and he's obviously he lives in florida now but he goes back and he spends the winters in alaska still like he just he awesome. cannot get away from alaska he says it's just the most beautiful place in the world it see, that, really is man
1: that would be me because i've always said when i retire which is probably never going to happen i'm taking a cruise out to alaska just because i want to see alaska with my own eyes because i'm all about nature and wildlife and fucking a bush you know like the surviving surviving in the bush you know and all that shit so yeah. I might not look like the bush crafter type or anything like Yeah that.
2: exactly I, yeah. I've
1: got those survival classes under my belt and you know the knowledge is there too so it's it's shit like that those places are what made me want to go there and fucking just be out there you know with nothing bare minimum get it done fucking out in the bush
0: Yep Well guys we've been going uh over an hour. An hour and an hour and twelve minutes. Y'all y'all wanna wrap really? it up or you wanna <laughs> Yeah, you wanna keep going? I mean we can we can go another 30, 40 if you want to. We'll just have to do it, you know. It's up to y'all what y'all wanna do.
1: I got plenty of work to do, buds.
0: Yeah, I kinda do too. You know what I mean? I still yeah. gotta go shopping and yeah.
1: so find I'm some kind shopping.
0: of paint marker I'm situation.
1: I'm going to the shop, and i got to fucking finish up some handles and a couple more blades to grind
0: out for the other. Yeah. yeah, i got to go find some kind of paint situation. And, guys, I love all of you, all the listeners of the Hustle & Grind podcast, but by the time this show airs, this paint situation will be finished, so I don't need an inbox plumb full of where to get paint markers and what, <laughs> what size to use. And thank you very much, but it, the project's finished. So uh, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and call it a day. Spencer, man, thank you so much for jumping on here with us never heard of you before but i'm glad i know you now and uh i already followed you so hit that follow back button for sure man. we we can be friends and i definitely i want to see a picture of that wall for real that that is cool as shit looking
2: (laughs) it will do man
0: all right guys thanks
2: for having me on guys yes sir man thanks Thanks for for
0: listening and we will talk to y'all again next week until then keep on hustling and keep on grinding
2: peace out Later.